0: Mike D'Angelo, this is NSS Live, coming to you from our studios in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. We are live. This is not a podcast. Uh, for the first hour, we have the magnificent Sujith, a very dear friend of mine, a magnificent actor, artist, and one of my dear friends, Well, I actually consider him family, the great Billy Waters, who knows everything known to mankind about hockey. This is NSS Live. It's free worldwide internet TV. It's unscripted. It's uncensored. You can go to Apple and download the app for free. You can go on any Android phone and download the app for free. And soon, when you buy a brand-new TV, a smart TV, meaning it's smart because it has NSS right at the bottom, you just click on it and you'll watch unscripted, uncensored, free worldwide Internet television. Some great movies, some great shows. We're on Tuesdays and Thursdays live. And on the second half, we have a lot of things going on in the world. Uh, big hurricane in Kentucky. Um, today is uh, the uh, infamous, uh, the most infamous day in my life. It is the 14th. I'm sorry. It's the 4th. Uh, it's uh, Yesterday was the anniversary of the murder of my dear, dear best friend and partner for over 20 years, Barry Sherman, and his wife, honey. Um, and today the police, this afternoon, I don't know if you guys saw it, they released... Um, a video of a suspect or some suspicious person walking uh, in the area prior to the murders. I saw that, Frank. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, it's, it's the first uh, uh, peak, peak, uh, pinhole and uh, ray of light that the police have shared in four years. It's unbelievable to me, unbelievable, that it'll be, it was four years yesterday that Barry vanished from this planet.
1: Just completely heartbreaking. Anyway, does it not tell you, Frank, and I know you don't want to consider it, but does it not tell you that this was a pretty slick job? No, 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 no. In my view, and I'll stick to that, uh,
0: and, and uh, I'm not a cop, um, nor do I profess to be, but in my view, if it was a professional hit, it would not be done in somebody's home. To me, that's personal. Now, Frank, did the police release the video because they're trying to get the public to help identify? They want to identify this mysterious person who was walking in an area, right? It doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that that person, right, is the murderer, or if that person uh, was somebody on the lookout, you know, while the other person did the dirty deed inside the the home, right?
1: It was also at the projected... Police estimated time of death. Uh, In the area uh, between
0: the time of the murders. That's what the police are, are saying at the thing. But, and you know, if you want to read body language, this person looked like they knew exactly where they were going. It like, looked like a person who was lost. It's not like the location is downtown Toronto. I mean, you wouldn't have a lot of people walking around there at that time either, right? Why? A lot of very wealthy <laughs> that- people. A lot of people are home. I, when I lived in Forest Hill, uh, there' a lot of wealthy people. I saw a lot of people walking around all day when i if I was home if I worked out of the house. but didn't everybody know who they were? I don't know that you know that's a valid question, but I really don't know, but what I'm trying to say is I watched the video a few times that was posted on social media, and the person that I saw on the video looked like a person who was not lost who knew that area very well uh. Uh-huh. But they don't know who it is yet no they, they they released the video hoping that somebody says oh that's my gardener or that's my uh, uh, my uh, mechanic or that's uh, somebody who's coming to steal uh, my Hyundai where do they, where's the footage from is it a security camera footage I I'm, I know as much as everybody else I, I would imagine it's a it's a local
1: security camera in the area yeah in the, it was in the area and and the other feature he had in addition to Uh, their description and their photo of him was that he walked with a hitch uh, in his right foot. In other words, when he'd flip his foot back, his right foot, it would hitch up. Now, you know, not many people have those, but I was thinking when they were giving us that tip that... Well, I don't don't know if it had a hitch. I watched,
0: um, you're you're talking about somebody who, who probably had some form of, a paralysis, or, or, or some sort yeah, of stroke had an or, injury, he or had some a sort of a glitch in his knee, right? Yeah, um, he the, I looked, at least. ten but the way, I, I saw the person walking. I saw the person walking uh, in perpetual motion of left, right, left, right, uh, shoulders back. Who had a was on a mission. Was whose who knew specifically where they were going. Yeah, that's my view. I could be wrong, but it it didn't look like somebody who's walking around uh, out of,
1: uh, like, lost, you know. There was no apprehension in their step. No, and whoever committed the crime was never lost. No, whoever committed the crime knew exactly where they were going and what they did.
0: Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine, Frank, what you've gone through with all of this. Uh, it doesn't, It well, fuck, like, I'm surprised, I'm surprised uh, that I haven't lost my mind between COVID and losing my father and losing Barry and all the the rest of the shit. Like, you know, the, the, the philosophy I have, it's very hard to be alive, and it's easy to die. So it's very difficult to be alive, especially nowadays. I mean, it looks like we're headed for another lockdown. Yep. Anybody who doesn't believe that is fucking crazy. And what's really crazy to me, what's fucking mind-boggling, is people who still believe that COVID-19 is a hoax. Oh, gosh. Bill and I were just talking about that before we went on the air. It, it's it, just it, fucking mind-boggling. It's incredible. I mean, you know, two years ago it would have been incredible. Now, after 800,000 people have died in the U.S. Well, that, with, with all due respect, and I'm not saying that you said something wrong, I'm just saying that I believe that it's bullshit, that number, I believe it's much higher. I believe that everybody's, you know, trying to hide it. I mean, Ford, uh, Doug Ford, the premier of Ontario, was hoarding uh, tests, and he got called out on it, and then he released them because he was afraid that more infections would, com- would show up. Yeah. You know, that's the old Donald Trump thing. Yeah, yeah. doesn't see his heart, that doesn't hurt. Right. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, same shit. All right. So so, so so I think that those I think the infection rate's much higher. Yeah, you may be right and things that we don't know are COVID really were COVID. Well, there's a lot of people who die in a hospital that, that they don't have time to keep doing autopsies, right? Or they, they wouldn't have been in the hospital if it wasn't for COVID if they, they may have died. Uh, you know, it's there. Anybody believes that it's not. No, it's, Anybody who believes that it's, it's not. the tragedy of our time. And, it, and it's made me really, you know, question other people. Like, I, I well, never. Here's my point. I mean, the, here's my point to both of you, okay? So I, I listen. I like, I, I like to pride myself that I like to debate. I pride myself that I like to listen to the other side because I like to learn things, right? I like to understand. So I listen to a fucking moron tell me that COVID's fake. And I, I say, okay, fair enough. Wh- where, where's the fakeness coming from? Who's per- per- perpetuating the misinformation? And they start with this fucking uh, globalist bullshit agenda. This conspiracy bullshit, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, I don't want to hear the, the conspiracy bullshit. I'm talking about my doctor's my doctor. He's my doctor. He's been my doctor for a long time. He's my doctor. He takes care of me and makes sure that I stay healthy. And he's done some great things for me over the years. If my doctor says, Frank, I want you to go outside because this clinic is in inside a Shoppers Drug Mart. Here's a prescription. Go get this. What is this? It's for shingles. But but I had chicken pox. I had the, fucking all the diseases when I was a kid. Do I need this? He goes, Go do it now. Now. I got it done because my doctor told me. I didn't say, fuck you. I read from an internet. You know, He'll tell me to fuck off and find another doctor. So I I got it done. Three weeks later, one of my closest friends didn't listen to his doctor. He got the shingles, and he was home for two months. And he was in pain and almost, almost lost the sight of his right eye because it went up his face and into his eye. His eye was puffed right out. I mean, it's the magic of it's, it's science. Why aren't no, you? No, no, but 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 you you're not you're not going to win with these fucking people. You understand?
1: It's crazy.
0: You're not going to win, and so you have problems on airlines. You, you have problems on airlines. You have problems. You have problems everywhere. I mean, what is that about? What are people fighting on an airplane for? Because because they're fucking imbeciles. Uh, I just watched the video uh, in a mall uh, in, in Edmonton. I think it was in Edmonton, where this lady was. Was you know, it's the, a mall is private property. It's not public property. It's private. It's owned by some corporation. That's private property. So if they've if they've put some rules in, and you don't want to fucking follow those rules, then fuck off and don't go in there. Uh, right, Bill? They make you leave like anybody else. Bill, am I right? Shouldn't shouldn't a, 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 somebody own something? have the right to pick and choose who comes into their place.
2: Their Absolutely Why not.
0: That's what they can say Why what not? they want. Yeah. So so this lady walks in with her children, mall security says you're gonna have to leave for wear a mask. She goes, I ain't fucking wearing a mask, so you gotta leave. So she makes a big fucking ruckus. But I don't understand. If it says like if it says right on the door, you will not be allowed service. If you don't have a mask you wear a mask. And you walk in, you're already trespassing. That's right. You know the old when we were kids, no, no shirt, no shoes, no socks, no service. But it's it's the level of entitlement. Like they think they own the place instead of the guy who owns them all. I, I, I just I'm just flabbergasted, to be honest with you. I'm totally flabbergasted. why are we I even mean, what the fuck where I mean, we are right now? So you, know what you have COVID, sense? and now you have a different strand, and what they're saying is that it's it is 10 times so there was covid-19 and that was very spreadable then the delta came out and that was 10 times like you know high definition right now this one is 4k it's 10 times the delta it's 20 times the original uh covid for the spread right and you still have a bunch of assholes who won't get vaccinated who who go out with no masks and here's my biggest fucking pet peeve. I'm going to tell you both. I am fucking livid with our government. Our provincial government is, is fucking whacked in the head. So you punish a restaurant and you make the le- restaurant follow the letter of the law that you, everybody who goes to your restaurant has to have been vaccinated. They have to be checked. They have to walk in with a mask and you can't have a capacity yet as a fucking government. You allow people to go on public transit, herded in like water buffaloes, crammed in like sardines into the subways, in the trains, in the streetcars, in the buses, and they do not have to be shown that they're vaccinated. I mean, you, you allow 20,000 people to go to the, uh, the Scotia Bank to watch the rap? Yeah, but they're all vaccinated. They, you have to have a proof of vaccination, and you're vaccinated. What I'm trying to tell you is you've mandated... That if you go to see a hockey game or a Raptors game, you need to be vaccinated. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah, yeah. You go to public transit where it's the biggest spreader of germs in the fucking world because people fart, snap, dish, tire, touch their nose, they, they're grabbing poles, they're sitting on the ground. Do you follow what I'm saying to you? No, no, I'm not you, using public transit. You should later. not be allowed yeah. to go in public transit if you're not vaccinated. End of story. I mean, I don't understand why we're allowing anything without vaccination. Well, it, it, because, because the fucking government is spineless. When my parents immigrated to this country, they had to have their polio shot and they had to have their tuberculosis, uh, uh, you, you know, shot, vaccine, vaccination, right? Or they wouldn't get in the country. Oh, oh. You know, like now that this Omicron is coming, why aren't they allowing the booster shots right away? Why do you have to wait till January? Because because our governments are fucking uh, they're run by morons. Do, do you understand? I like hear This you. whole thing, this whole thing. Some countries, Germany, England. Like if you take a look at England, he's he he. You know, I'm very impressed with the Prime Minister of England, uh, Bill
1: Boris Johnson. Yes. Yeah, he's a he's a good man. Although they're in big trouble over there right now with the numbers. They're. Well he's doing something about it though bill yeah oh yeah oh no and the other thing he's gotten is uh, on a neck on his belt is he he had the, the, the disease he almost died yeah he almost died I don't know so uh, on the intensive care list
0: yeah he almost died and he he knows that this, that's not it's not fucking garbage do you understand yeah so but my point is right now I'm telling you guys. The biggest area of spread in our city of Toronto, in in the province that has what do we have? Almost half of the population of Canada, Bill.
1: Very close. I think we got 14 million, and Canada's up to 40. So it's uh, not well, half. We're, we're, the, the last time I checked, Canada was 37 million. Was which? 37
0: million for a total. Well, that makes it close. For yeah, like we're just, we're talking the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the population of Ontario is almost twenty million, up and down
1: all around. I don't know. I thought it was closer to fourteen. I mean, if it is twenty, then we're half. Yeah, we're almost half, right? We're almost half. Yeah.
0: Even at fifteen, we're 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 less than a little bit less than half.
1: Yeah. Right. What I'm trying to tell you is hundred thousand. Biggest spreader is public transit.
0: Because there's no mandate that if you take public transit, you have to be vaccinated. And, and but yet, if you go eat a fucking restaurant where, where they, they've, they've been destroyed and ravaged by the shutdowns, right? Yep. They haven't shut public transit down ever. Or well, they don't protect you on public transit at all. There's no protection, there's not. And, and in malls, you, can, you should not be allowed in a mall if you're not vaccinated, because then you go to a food court. What the fuck, man? Yep. Well, I, I mean, the food courts that I've seen, they've got a guy standing there checking vaccination. Well, they must be doing it now. Oh, yeah. No, they are. But they didn't do that up until a, a couple of months ago. Maybe not. But you should not be allowed in a mall if you're not vaccinated. I yeah. know. Well, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. you should have to fly It should be on your phone or your card. You walk in, you have security at all the entrances, and that's the end of fucking that. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Walking through a metal
1: detector, you should
0: have. I, if I owned Loblaws or if I owned Sobeys or if I was president CEO of Metro, you could not get in my fucking stores if you're not vaccinated. Mm. He should be protecting his employees for if nothing and else. And your customers. And the customers, but certainly his employees. I just don't get it. Anyways, they're, they're, they're exacerbating the situation because of ignorance. Ignorance and, and, and expediency, like it just makes you realize we did not necessarily put our best and brightest in charge. Well, I, I, I think that politicians um, convolute the result of what's going to happen with something like this based on how popular they're going to be. Right, Bill? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. It's been right. a political... They
0: don't want to do something that people won't like because they don't want. Well, the prime minister of New Zealand told everybody to go fuck themselves, and she locked the whole place down. Yeah, and everybody likes
1: her because they know they're safe. Well, you got you can't. It's unfortunate, but it has been a political tool for a lot of people. And the federal election, he's talking about how he's going to stop COVID. Since the election, it's gone to hell in a handcart. I don't blame Trudeau. But don't bring it into your political jargon. Because you've got no more power than Sujus, Frank and I. Not against the virus? Nope. So then, you know, it, it should be mandatory that all of those guys are vaccinated and everything, and that half of them aren't. Well, and to Frank's point, you've got a mall the size of a house the biggest house you'll ever see everybody everybody can get in there without a vaccination but once they get to the food court according to you sujus and i take your word as uh, as gospel they have to show some form of vaccination yeah no i I was just in the eden
0: center uh, downtown toronto and they've got security at both ends of the food court that you
1: got to show your vaccination proof of vaccination yeah. to get in to sit down. Yep. Yeah. You can you can meander around the mall as long as you're not near the food court.
0: You got to wear what a mask. You walk in a
1: fucking mall. You go to Yorkdale. There's thousands of
0: people going down the fucking uh, mall. If they're touching things, they're going to the bathroom. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's total bullshit. Crazy. In my view, it's total bullshit. I'm not going to the mall. I'm buying stuff. In but my Christmas presents I'm buying online. Yeah, everybody. A great...
1: Well, things Listen, are going to change. You
0: need right now, if people don't... If you don't want to mandate the vaccine, you need to make it impossible for anybody to go anywhere. Can't go in a public... You can't go anywhere in public, just like cigarettes. You want to smoke, you can smoke.
1: You can't smoke anywhere in public anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let alone smoke with somebody. Unless you want to fume up and fill yourself with covid.
0: Hmm? No, I'm just telling you that it, it, there's people who respect and, and and don't get it and don't spread it. And there's people, right? That
1: don't give a fuck.
0: And they're the ones that are killing the world. And that's the problem. You name you nailed it. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you, you name whatever you want to talk about, you know,
1: climate,
0: climate change, whatever, it's people don't give a fuck, and I, I don't, you know, when, when the world has got enough of those people around,
1: we're in deep shit. Well, there, don't there don't may break. be a takeover, or there may be a civil war. Yeah. When
0: did you speak to him? When did you speak to him? Well, I just, I just had a big fight with
1: You can't have people uh, ruin your, your, your life you him? and you his lifestyle to be done away with. No, I hear you, Bill. It's like, you know, all of this learned
0: as a kid growing up, you know, about working together and, you know, all of these things, teams, team spirit and national pride and all that kind of stuff, you realize that doesn't count for anything if people don't care. No. Listen, listen, I've never in my life, so you see the tornado that hit Kentucky and now, now, the candle factory I don't know if you guys are following this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't let people go home, and it, it, they got buried, and, and they can't find people. But management they, wouldn't let them leave,
1: okay. or they were going to be fired. And what is the number of people that have been exhumed by the uh, tornado and subsequent fires?
0: I, 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 the, last, the last number I heard was 78.
1: Yeah, there's a lot more than that because. But but
0: but I heard the last number seventy-eight because, these guys they use the missing right. Yeah. And 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 they just say missing, until they find the actual body, right? Yeah. yeah. So they don't use the number dead. But but I mean I mean it was it was an absolutely evil, evil evil, uh, a multitude of tornadoes, that were razor sharp, that were, just. Just despicable—the uh, way they ravaged and tore the landscape and houses and cars. It just I, I like I never seen anything. But as the weather continues to change between hot and cold, that's what creates these funnels.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you know, that—that's what a tornado is, right? In Kentucky, the tornado was on the ground for 211 miles. That's evil. That's that's treacherous. That's yeah, because they usually go down, hit, pick it up, throw it down. I mean, there's... Right. well, when the, when the, you're you're
0: right, Bill, you're you're a hundred percent right. I, I used to love that kind of shit when I was younger. But the tornado, once it hits the ground, it doesn't last long, right? Yeah. Be- because it loses its energy, <laughs> power. Yeah. yeah. And and then it dissipates. But this one, it seemed to have been getting stronger and stronger as it traveled that 200 miles. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 you can't even imagine this. I think anyways, they lose your energy. The thing that bothers me, I, like, it's tragic, and I feel extreme amount of sympathy, and, and it breaks my heart for, for these people to lose their businesses and their homes. But then you have Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell, two fucking crocodiles, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> who, who, who when, when there was other tragedies in other states, they voted against they voted again? spending money. Rand Paul voted against Hurricane Sandy helped to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, uh-huh. you know, we can't pay for everybody's, uh, you know, uh-huh. tragedy. So you want- now he's... he You know, you want- I don't know how that fuck still in power. Like, he is the most full of shit person I've ever met in my life. Mitch. Mitch. Well, I've never met him. The, the most full of shit... No, I'm talking about Rand Paul. Mitch, yeah. Mitch McConnell's, you know, he's, he's a seasoned,
1: old... Uh, political fucking uh snake. Hey. Well his neighbor got sick of him and ran him over now, with a, a lot you, more. I,
0: Have you actually met Rand Paul or? No, I I misspoke. No. Oh. I meant the the Rand Paul's the, the the biggest piece of shit that I've I've seen on the media and talked and hey. listened to him talk and listen to him talk shit. Do you understand? Yeah. I know and how does it this... And and for a guy who has a medical background, he's pretty full of shit. And how does he keep getting elected? Why do people like her? I, I have, I have, I have no fucking clue. And and you know, sometimes like uh, some people like people. Look at uh, Hazel McCallum in Mississauga. Look at uh, uh, the late uh, Mel Lastman who just passed away the other day, right? Yeah, but they were they weren't evil. They were. Well, I'm not saying I wasn't comparing them to these. I'm just saying that people end up feeling comfortable and they just keep, you know. You know, I mean, Mel Lastman did a lot for North York. He put right. a subway that nobody uses. I can see why people loved Mel Lastman and kept voting him in. But yeah, they voted him in because he well, basically made North look at, York just like Hazel McCallan, take care of uh, downtown Mississauga and turned it into uh, a downtown. Yeah, yeah. But but Rand Paul's done nothing for the people of Kentucky, and yet they keep no nothing. It's uh, it's they they say I, I was watching some statistics the other day, scientific statistics, not uh, conspiracy. Uh, that weren't by Mr. Pillow. Uh, they, they were saying that it has the worst, uh, the worst uh, level of education, the worst level of people having no teeth or, or having uh, very bad teeth, uh, the worst level of uh, level of, of life, level of living, no, I Already know a standard of life. You'd think they'd want somebody who to, would want to change that. And yet they, uh, you know what? It's 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 because there's a very powerful, rich group in Kentucky, right? Which is a minority, but they have the majority of the money, and that's how these fools continue getting elected in these these very that... poor states where where the ultra conservative continues to win and keeps the taxes down for the ultra rich, who's a minority in that state. And I think I think they convinced the poor people that you know what. You make sure that our taxes stay low because someday you're going to be a millionaire, and therefore you don't want to pay taxes. Uh, that's that. That might be a good analogy, but I, I really, I don't, I really don't see that. I just see that that uh, they they manipulate uh, the the poor and uh, and and the needy. with uh, very expensive ads, and uh, you know, Mitch McConnell has a one of the richest uh, uh, political packs uh, of any any Kentuckian that's ever. Uh, you know, he's a very powerful guy. He's been there forever.
1: Yeah. He's Ooh. run the
0: Senate forever.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And and Rand Paul is just you know his his perm is is permanent. You know his hairdresser called from the '80s and told him that he left his <laughs> comb there and his pager. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's he's just a piece of shit. And 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 to watch them now, you know, beg for money, is is, is sickening. I mean I mean. Biden administration is going to look after them because that's what the the Democrats do. Biden said he's you'll get yeah, your money. He's going, to take, he's going to take care of them. Yeah. He don't give a fuck if they're Republican or Democrats, right? So, so yesterday, uh, uh, Bill, I don't know if you followed this, but you know it was, I would say, a bombshell when when those uh, text messages were read. And these are these are just the surface. Apparently, there's other things of of that that's going to really really point the finger at who was behind the January 6th insurrection. Oh yeah. It's all there. It's all there. There's no there's no denying it. Yeah, but but there there that's it's still uh, superfluous to to point the finger at very specific people until you have irrefutable evidence. And they say that the next 20, 30 uh or 40 or 50 uh, text messages Will point the finger at who helped plan it, right? But you know, everybody knew who they were, and the problem is that what my concern is that committee in the Congress has been—you know—how long have they been in in meeting on on this, and yet they haven't indicted a single person yet.
1: Hello, yeah, a lot, I'm of, people, here, a lot of people still in jail though. Who just, well, yeah but those, those those are just those are the, people, the, those are people that idiot. broke
0: and entered like if somebody broke and entered into your home Bill. I'm talking about the masterminds I'm talking about the Bill, those that are in jail are people that broke into the capitol did damage right
3: yeah. and they
0: were on camera and they assaulted an office a peace officer Yeah, and they should be in jail and they're going to go to jail but what about the people who made now, that's what the, that's what this whole this whole thing is and and now I believe Mark Meadows is going to be I think Mark Meadows personally will be the uh, Bibi Rebozo and uh, the 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 guys who, the who ended up ratting out Nixon. He'll be the fall guy. Yeah. No, he's not going to be the fall guy. There's no fucking way he's going to be the fall guy. He's going to rat out Trump. He wrote a book. He's got uh, aspirations of other uh, of other things in his life, and he's not going to go to jail for t- Trump. The people who should go to jail are Sean Hannity, and and and. Uh, Oh no! Uh, whatever her name is, uh, Laura Ingram. Yeah, she's like fucking, like when she speaks, I I want to jump out the window. It's like she swallowed six frogs. <laughs> so so you know here she's texting, the 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 you know the administration to stop it, and then in the nighttime she's saying it was Antifa. Yeah. And it was Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Like just fuck off, please. Like complete hypocrisy. Well, I'm I'm just telling you that if Mark Meadows sits down and and talks to protect his skin, which he will, Bill, you've seen this before, right? Oh sure. You, you know, takes time. You know, so th- he's going to protect his ass. He he doesn't get, he's not going to go to prison for 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 Trump. But no, nope. but Frank, you know, some of these guys, they're like playing it close, like Roger Stone didn't talk, and, you know... Well, Roger Stone, at that time, had a godfather in the, in the White House. He doesn't have a godfather now. The only one who really turned was uh, uh, Michael Cohen. Well, Michael Cohen turned because he was the bagman for Trump, and Trump left him on a corner, unprotected, right? Right. Well, he leaves everybody unprotected. I don't know why they're oh, loyal. Well, he didn't... He did. Listen, he took care of Roger Stone... He took care of General Flynn, and General Flynn's lost his mind. He's basically saying they should abolish all religion and just have one religion in the United States. He's a fucking Manchurian candidate. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's definitely a fucking freak. As uh, the great uh, late Rick James said, he's a super freak. Uh, it's, it's like he's very freaky. He's You know, I watch him listen, right? I, I, I watch and listen to the stuff he says. Uh, I think he's, his, his cheese has fallen off the cracker. Oh, no, no, he's, he's mentally, he's insane. He's, and, and the other one who's totally mentally insane is Rudy Giuliani.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, he's doing, he's doing, um, for $500, he's doing greetings. On Cameo. For, yeah, he's doing Cameo greetings. You know, that that, that internet company, right, where you can yeah, get, hey, I'm on Cameo. But he was a celebrity to call and, and say, hey, Sujit, happy birthday. It's Rudy Giuliani. I used to be the greatest mayor in the world, and now I'm a fucking idiot. Five hundred dollars later. Yeah, five hundred bucks. So I get, they split it with the, the movie star, right? They, that's U.S. too. Well, yeah, it's probably fifty fifty the cameo and yeah, yeah, that's what they do. It's uh, I, I know that for a fact. It's fifty uh, fifty, and you're in the you're in the pool, right? And then people call and they say, I want this guy or whoever they have in that pool, right? And then you do this uh, this this videogram. It's bizarre. Rudy Giuliani. Why, no, he lost his license. I, would, I don't know why anybody would pay Rudy Giuliani for a videogram. Well, apparently uh, Jimmy Kimmel did it uh, ambiguously because they wanted to see how he did it. And it was, it was embarrassing to be. I, I didn't find it funny. I found it extremely depressing and embarrassing, Bill.
1: Wow. Well, I'm not surprised.
0: To, you know, to watch Rudy He's Giuliani, the rope. you know, who was a, a state attorney... Who 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 was the mayor of one of the most powerful cities in the world? Be be a most difficult time. A babbling, a babbling fool.
2: Yeah, well,
0: it's bizarre, eh? We live in crazy times, Frank. Well, I think I think that you know I think that uh, this coalition in Congress is because Trump is very smart. What he wanted to do is drag this on and hoped that, uh, you know, that uh, the Democrats would lose Congress and, and the Republicans would take over, and then they just crush any investigations, right?
2: Yeah.
0: That's what his hope was. And I don't know if you guys saw this in the news. of um, Madonna posted uh, uh, some very um, lewd, lascivious pictures of herself, and she's in her 60s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they posted uh, the... Former First Lady Nancy Reagan's pictures at that age, right? Yeah. And then all of this, all of this uh, uh, stuff came out about Nancy Reagan when she was a, a starlet in Hollywood, being a little bit. She slept way to the top. Eh? She slept her way to the top. She knew what the. Cast well, used. she didn't sleep her way to the top. Apparently, she uh, was the queen of oral sex. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, it was all over the internet and 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 here's my whether she was or not I really don't give a fuck you know she was a first lady she's not here anymore to defend herself what the fuck's the use sorry what's the what fuck is the use yeah well, hey Bill? It's well just, it it's I, mean, I mean either way you're you're like wallowing in misogyny and
2: sexism about these
0: these yeah but but what's the use of uh, 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 you know, if Madonna wants to show her ass and in her 60s and her breasts, that's her prerogative, right? Yeah, it's up to her. What's the use of, 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 of getting the, uh, the former first lady of one of the most popular presidents that ever walked uh, the face of the earth in the United States and drudging up her past? Like, wh- what benefit is that?
1: Well, you have to look at who's doing it, Frank, and draw your conclusion.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's not journalistic Today. integrity. I think it's total fucking garbage. Yeah. I mean, I I don't, I don't just get, I don't get it. I really, when I saw two or three of those posts, I just deleted them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just a waste of my fucking time. Anyways, for the first time in the history, since I've been around in the last, in the last uh, while, the Toronto Maple Leafs are tied for first place overall in the NHL. Usually they're tied for the bottom. Finally, some good news. Well, they got a strong team. And I'm, I'm, I want to tell you, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Mrazic is the real deal. We'll he's see. A goalie. How do you we'll feel about you, Campbell? I think Campbell's a decent goalie, but I don't think he's the guy. He's a closer. I really don't. And he proved it two years in a row. He's not a closer. Huh. Um, I, I think that Mrazic is a closer. I mean, the Leafs should have lost that game and, and, uh, and Morazic held him in there, and he made some
1: un-fucking-believable saves, eh, Bill? Are you talking about the Chicago game, Frank? Yes, with the Blackhawks. Yeah, Morazic, yeah, yeah. I we Our power went off up here. It was a big windstorm. Oh, uh, we well, you missed a great of the first that was it. No power in Aurelia. Oh, it was a, it was an amazing ending in that game. Yeah.
0: Well, 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 well Toronto had no right winning that game. I mean, Chicago's all over them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mrazek made some un-fucking-believable
1: stops. Oh, good for him. Hey, Frank, he's been a good goalie at times. So has uh, Soupy Campbell. Well, I, 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 think I,
0: I, think I think Campbell's a, a very well, decent goalie, a great goalie. But I just don't think, like, you know, uh, uh, Patrick Lalime was a fucking great goalie. He just, uh, uh, in the stretch, he couldn't do it. Frank, that's your position, right, goalie? Pardon me? That's what you play, right? When you're playing, you play. You're in goal, right? I've been a goalie since Goalies. I was six. Yeah. Well, you would know. Well, I'm not, I, I didn't play in the NHL, and I, I, I bow to these guys, right? To, to, to play in the NHL, you have to be spectacular. I just, I just think that he, he's an excellent.
2: Hang
0: on. I just think he's an excellent backup goalie, Campbell. I just don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy. Well, you and, know what, Frank? First time, his first time on the road. Uh, for the first time, they have two good goalies now. Since uh, um, uh, the other guy what was his name, Magaleski? Uh and, Anderson. No, Anderson was the first goalie, and the backup was Mac-a-lin- Macalini.
1: Oh, Macalini, yeah,
0: Macalini. Macalini was so that was a great one-two punch. Yeah, in, yeah. In my view, right? And the Leafs let him go. And then when they let him go, it was Anderson, and who the fuck knows?
1: Yeah. Well, they, they let the ideal number two guy go, and then they let the very good number one guy go. And now they've got two guys that may or may not be the match of the two they let go. I don't know. But I can only say this. Campbell has played so much better this year for me than he did last and uh, you know Morazek I didn't see the game Saturday night, but he's—I've seen him play for other teams and play very well. So I'm not surprised that he comes up with big games. But the the test for both will be the playoffs. Who wins? The Leafs win. The winning goalie will be a hero. Well, I mean, you, I think there's some depth on the team, Bill. Like, if you're not going to, you know. Oh, I don't. I think by accident, by picking up guys that nobody else wanted, they put together a pretty good team from a depth standpoint. And right. I'm yeah, with yeah. you, Sujus. I, yeah. I, I, I think. We're talking we're talk, we're
0: talk, we're talk about Toronto because I feel comfortable now with Morazic. I don't give a fuck who's back up, whether it's Campbell or Mrazic. I'm comfortable with the, with the tandem now. Yeah. You know, I was comfortable last year uh, with the tandem, but uh, according to my instincts, uh, which were correct, uh, the coach fucked it up. You're, you're up 3-1 with Montreal. You, you play your number one goalie, Anderson. If he loses a game, you're still okay. Yeah. But you play Campbell, he loses that game. Now it's 3-2.
3: Put in Anderson.
0: If he loses a game, you're still okay. Yeah. Put in Campbell. Now it's 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. You've got to put Anderson in. No. You want to complete the fucking losses with fucking uh, three straight with Campbell.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to forget that. Are you going to forget that, Bill?
1: No. Oh, no I don't like him as a coach. And I'm
0: being... But like- I, 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 I just told you. that You had Ander- Anderson. Here's the irony. He's going to probably win a fucking Stanley Cup with Carolina this year. Yeah. Because that's what happens every year. You know, when somebody leaves Toronto they to go win a Stanley Cup. Yeah.
1: With another team. Yeah. yeah. It's not good, but it happens. <laughs> you wonder why Leaf fans are cuckoo. Well, I watched Anderson
0: the other night in, with Carolina. Uh, I forget the team they were playing. But he stood on his fucking head. He was amazing.
1: Yeah, oh, no. He, Frank, I thought he was good when he played for uh,
0: for Toronto. Oh, well, I loved him. I'll tell you, when we got him, I was happier in a pig and shit, they never gave him, they never, you know, they had McElhaney, and if they would have left McElhaney, I think Anderson would have stayed healthy. Mm. But after they got rid of McElhaney, they went through Hutchinson, they went through, what the fuck is the other guy's name?
1: Oh, I don't Hutchinson, know. what they, was the
0: other guy, Bill?
1: Yeah, I don't know who the other guy is. They've got the kid, Joseph Wall now, from St. Louis. He's 23 years old. He's just learning how to play. So it's, uh, they don't have much behind two guys, and their two guys aren't the equal of uh, the best goalie in hockey, which is in Tampa, I think.
0: Well, uh, I, I, I think, I, I know you bo- you'll both jump on me. I think Carey Price is still the best uh, goalie in the NHL right now. But that does beg the question, what's happening with Montreal. Well, Carey Price didn't play this year, so they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to dig themselves out of that tunnel. It's
1: uh, a, they're the bottomless
0: pit they're in. Yeah. So, you know, the the no Carey Price, no Montreal Canadiens.
1: Well, that's who won them the right...
0: That's who got them to the finals last year. Yeah. All yeah. by himself. Yeah. He beat Toronto by himself. Yeah, yeah. 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 no question.
1: So but you know what? he's Tampa by himself. If he'd look after himself he might make it back, but you know, he's got a heavy burden that he has to shake. Yes. Whether it's drinking or drugs or both and Well he's you know, it's tough to be a human being, Billy. Hey?
0: Eh? It's tough to be a human being. It's easy to no, and it's hard to live. Yeah. So you know, these guys uh, these guys have an enormous amount of uh, uh stress and pressure on them, right? Yep. And, and, and we are, unfortunately, habitual animals. We have absolutely no fucking control. You know, we have no control. That humanity is not a disciplined animal. No. I mean, we're no, the we're worst issues of them all. We, we... Yeah, we gain weight, uh, we smoke, we drink, we fucking... So we kill for sport. We kill for sport. No animal does that, they, you know. No, they all, you know, animals kill for a survival. Survival. They kill to eat. They kill, you know, but they don't... They kill for survival. You know, I, I, I watch a lot of that shit on YouTube, you know, and I watched a pack, a pack of uh, hungry coyotes surround six raccoons that were uh, eating some shit, garbage or whatever the fuck raccoons do, right? Yeah. And I fucking tell you, those raccoons destroyed those fucking coyotes. Oh, you're kidding. You don't want to fuck with the raccoon, Bill.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: So, Bill, uh, I, when I lived uh, downtown, I had a barbecue on my uh, on my balcony, and I heard noise. So I went out with my 220-pound Neapolitan Mastiff, monster of a dog, and the door opens up at the bottom of the barbecue, and out comes a raccoon. He's got, he's got to be at least 20 pounds, right? Yeah. Couldn't give a fuck about us. He wasn't afraid. He didn't run. He didn't scurry. Just walked right in front of us. So my dog barked. The raccoon turned around and went like this to him. (laughs) Fuck it. He just froze. And he left. Because raccoons are vicious, you know. They're giant fucking rats. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: And they're smart. Well, they're very smart. They can, like, no matter what the fuck you do, if you're stupid enough to put your garbage out in the nighttime... I don't give a fuck what kind of lid you put on; they're gonna open it.
2: I have a, my
0: friend Andrew from Kim's Convenience. He's got a series of videos that he's shown of him trying to stop the raccoons from getting at his garbage. He's got straps on the garbage. He's got. Uh, they, they figure everything out. They're, they, they're absolutely out. fucking geniuses. They figure it out. Anyways, one of my guy, one of my, actually my brother-in-law, he 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 doesn't he doesn't like killing people. So he had a big fucking raccoon. Uh, creating havoc in his backyard. So he, he caught him in a cage, brought him, so he lives in Brampton, brought him to fucking Newmarket. Did that raccoon not make his way back to his backyard? Wow. They, they, you know, they, they they're fucking, they're brilliant fucking animals, eh?
1: Yeah.
0: But anyways, um, so the, the tournament beliefs usually have a history after the Christmas break of going straight to hell. Yeah, that's that's, the standard procedure. <laughs> well, so, I, I I, 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 don't know. I, don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the Toronto Maple Leafs um, after Christmas. But I'm very happy that Mrazek is here. Whether he's going to be, they're going to split 50-50, or, or, or he's, you know, he's going to, he's the guy. Uh, the insurance policy in case Campbell
1: gets hurt. Well, I think I think they must have promised Mrazek a chance to be a goalie. Because you're not going to come to Toronto for four hundred, whatever it was, four hundred thousand, and uh, end up being the backup goalie.
0: What do you mean for four hundred thousand? Didn't he get four million dollars?
1: Oh, maybe he did.
0: Yeah. yeah. he got he got four or, four million something. There I go. I
1: misplaced a digit.
0: Yeah, you misplaced the digit because. Uh, and, 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 and and Toronto's not going to pay $4 million for a backup goalie. No. You can get backup goalies for
1: a million bucks. Yeah. Well, if they give them that, that's the. But I, I'm with you, Frank Morazic has played well in certain cities. His inconsistency is. Well, he's a big guy. He's a big guy, and all big guys.
0: Uh, Bishop was a great goalie, still is a great goalie. But Bishop was, uh, uh, you know, uh, big guy, six foot four, six foot five, two hundred and thirty pounds, and these guys are prone to get hurt.
1: Yep,
0: it, it, it's not like the little tiny Mike Palmatier goalies or the small guys, six feet. When six foot was a big fucking goalie. I mean, Kenny Dryden was one of the first big giant goalies.
1: Yeah, he was sick.
0: Trump six. Worsley was small. Uh, Johnny Bauer was small. Terry Sachuk was small, right? It was like, Yeah, you know, well, but the hockey players back then were like tiny guys. Oh, no, there, no. there was big, there was big, there was big, there was big tall players on the outside. But the goalie was always the guy. Uh, you know, I went I to went, uh, Ivan Cournoyer once, and he was like uh, three inches shorter five-ten. than me. And I was 5'0". Ivan Cournoyer was 5'10", the roadrunner.
1: Yeah, well, and I met Serge Savard, too. Now, Serge Savard was big.
0: So was, so was Pete Mahovlich Pete Mahovlich was 63 64 yeah. 64 Frank 63 six, Yeah, three. Frank Mahovlich was massive um and but 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 they look at the Montre- uh, they look at the Philadelphia Flyers they were they were giants
1: oh yeah
0: yeah so, Even back- but what I'm trying to tell you is right now the, all the goalies are massive they're 63 64 and they get, they get hurt Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. What are you saying, Frank? That, that their size makes them
1: prone to injury?
0: Uh, of course. Uh, they they're, they're the groin, their back, and their fucking knees.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The knees, I can see. Mm, I, well, you're gonna you are going to you to see their groin too. I mean, that's what fucked up uh, Mrazek. That that was that's what finally ended Dominic Hasek, Dominic Hasek's career as a goalie was his groin. Mm. I mean, one year the, the the muscle pulled right off the bone. Oof. So, so it's it's. I think I think that the most important thing right now is uh, the most important thing for Toronto is to have two strong, healthy goalies. Because last year, uh, when when anybody who played Hutchinson or anybody who there's the other guy, there's another guy before this guy Wall showed up. There was Hutchinson and another guy.
2: Yeah.
0: I can't remember his name. Andrew. What was the other goalie that was rotating with Hutchinson as a backup goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs last year? Are you there, Andrew? I'm checking right now. Okay, well, at least let me know there's a pulse. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, I've been watching a lot of hockey, and, and I've been watching two things. I'm not watching the news that much. I've been watching hockey, and I've been watching the series Succession with Brian Cox. Oh, my God. That is such a good show. Well, the, the, whoever cast that show is absolutely fucking brilliant. Acting is astonishing. Yeah. And the writing is spectacular. And it, as far as I'm concerned, it's the story of the Murdoch family. Oh, yeah, yeah. you Yeah. Know. Yeah. But it's... Uh, like, last night was a season finale. I mean, Sunday was a season I Don't spoil it. I haven't seen it yet. Don't don't spoil that one for me. No, no, no. Okay, I won't. As, it was brilliant. Well, as, a, as a series, it's so remarkable because it's, you know, on the, on the one hand, you think it's going to be about these fat cat rich people. It's Dynasty or one of those kinds of shows. And yet the characters are so unexpected and you don't see them coming. Where they... uh, You see that they're fat cats and they're spoiled and their sense of entitlement. But you also see that uh, there is dysfunctional as a poor guy. Yeah. So I mean, you. you do not mean, mean if you're rich, you I, don't envy them. Even more dysfunctional. You don't. You don't. For all their riches, you don't want to be them. Well, I've 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 watched all three seasons, and I can tell you it's one of the finest acted. Bill, have you watched any of them?
1: No, I haven't, frankly. Oh, so Bill, you got to
0: start from the beginning, though.
1: Yeah,
0: it's um, it's it's just absolutely stunning. And where where do you find it? It's on it's on HBO if you have HBO. Oh, HBO, yeah. As, as a station, Crave Crave in Canada, you know. So so it's well, it, 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 Crave manages HBO just like uh, um, uh, uh, City manages Rogers Group manages uh, FX. Yeah. But anyways. It, 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 it's it's absolutely delightful. It's um and the characters, you love to hate them, but but Brian Cox is absolutely stunning in this movie, and in, in in this series. But each episode uh, episode's a movie. Every episode is a movie, absolutely. <clears throat> it's stunning. It's uh, well written, and the characters are absolutely incredible. And of I mean, those actors, like the, the actress who plays the daughter, she's Australian, the actor who plays... And her husband is from England. Yeah, yeah, they're all from England. Brian Cox is from England, I mean... You no, know, Brian Cox is from Scotland. Right, but my point is, they're not Americans, but they're playing Americans, and you well, would Well, you know, the, the, guy, the guy who played Macaulay Culkin, who played in Home Alone, his brother, is in this, and he's absolutely fucking amazing. Amazing. And the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off... It plays the older brother. He's fucking stunning. Yeah. It's it's. I've I've never seen a series like this in my life. And it's called Succession. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's 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 about a a, you know the father's the is the, the alpha, and they they can't wait for him to die so they can take over the business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, Frank, if you want something that's an alternative to Succession, I recommend Murders in the Build. Only Murders in the Building. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh yeah, it's it's really good and really. I I you know I'm I'm unable to watch um, two or three series at the same time. I have to. I watched uh, Ted Lasso. uh, Oh, that's a good one. And then when that finished, um, somebody said to me, "You need to watch Succession." If you don't like it, actually, it was my wife. So we watched the first episode together, and then we watched the second. Then we binged on a Saturday night, watched four or five episodes and. Made our way through season one, and then uh, we, we, ter- we we just flew through se- because you can watch all of. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, if you're done Succession, if you want something else to watch, watch Only Murders in the Building. Steve Martin, Martin Short. Huh.
1: Two comedians.
0: Yeah, but it's it's funny, but it's not a comedy. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and, you know, the, I only have room for two things if, because I, I don't sleep. So in the nighttime, I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because he's a fucking uh, mental case. Every Sunday night I watch that. Bill, are you a fan of uh, Larry David?
1: No. And I'm not. I don't know him. Frank,
0: I'm, I'm that, is well the most cringed, first. that is what I call a cringe-worthy show because you just wince watching it. I mean, you know, I, he's definitely not politically correct. No, and you cringe. You just go, oh, God, why would you say that? <laughs> so, yeah. It's funny, though. I, 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 I enjoy him. I think it's very well done. And, you know, it's, all, it's uh, semi-improvised. Well, he, he, he's, he's the same thing as uh, Woody Allen, right? Yeah, well. And but Woody Allen gives you the story, gives you the characters, and then you're on your own, and if you can't do that, he fires you. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, but but this one he does—they do write like an outline, but the actual scenes, the the actors
1: improvise them.
0: Well, I, I, there's still lots of direction involved, buddy. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not saying there isn't a lot of thought put into it. Yeah, it's a, it's all done. But anyways, so Bill, uh, can you can you imagine Christmas is next
1: weekend? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a week—a week from Saturday. Oh, you're scaring me, guys! I still have Christmas shopping to do.
0: I'm—I'm—I'm going to give everybody IOUs.
1: Yeah. But uh, so so so, Bill, you—you're you're not going to Florida this year? No, I'm not. I—I uh, I couldn't go until January, and then uh, my wife uh, was uh, had some problems medically, and. We've got those looked after, and I'm not. I'm not going to go this winter. I'm just going to take a pass. So, is she okay, your wife? Yeah, oh, yeah, very well. Thank God. Yeah, very yeah. happy to hear that. She she had a, a problem with her uh, uh, valves in her heart. They were they need to be repaired, and they were done, and she's supposed to be as good as new. And she looks like it. She's coming along very nicely. She had her surgery on the first of November, and so she's. Six weeks in, she's she's doing marvelously well. Thank God. Uh, good to hear, it, Bill. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's something you take for granted—that is the life of your partner—until you say, "Holy shit, this could." not You know, those uh, those surgeries. However good the surgeon, there's still a, there's still a possibility that it may not work. Don't ever take health for granted. Yeah, you can't take it for granted, and that's, I lost too many to bad cancers. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm happy she's doing great, and, and I know that you guys uh, have an incredible friendship, which is the most important thing of a, of a, of a matrimony is if you
1: can be friends with your spouse. Yeah, oh, no, no, we're 56 years married, so if you can put up with Bill Waters for 56 years, you better win a few prizes.
0: Where, where did you guys meet?
1: I'm sorry? Where did you guys meet? We, we met at the University of Toronto. We were both freshmen, and uh, she was from, she she was raised in Toronto, born in Western Canada, and came to Toronto, I think, when she was in grade two. But anyway, uh, we both went to the University of Toronto and met at a class party, and that was the end of that. Wow. And we got married... Uh, And I finished four years. She was teaching when I got married, and uh, when we got married, and she was an outstanding teacher and uh, just decided she was going to raise a family, and that's what she did. And I decided that I was going to do the most exciting things I could, and that's what I did. Well, it sounds uh, like you're pretty lucky, Bill. Yes, I'm very fortunate, and I don't take it for granted. So just somebody, when I was at uh, with the Leafs, uh, young guys would come in and say, "Hey, Mr. Waters, can you tell me how I can get a job like yours?" And I'd be very kind to them, and I'd say, "Listen, hear me. I am very lucky, but I can only give you one tip. If you get a break from anybody you know, you make sure you work as hard as you can." Because that's how you make headway. Don't feel badly that somebody did you a favor. Just make damn good and sure you work hard. And, oh, but you couldn't give them, like, it wasn't much information. But I think it was good advice. And uh, too many kids get breaks that when I got my breaks, I can tell you that I worked hard. And I impressed the people that employed me and that's the end of that and to, to do it as a nature of uh, of love like I'm sure you do so just with your acting and Frank does with his business and his opportunities and the things that he's done. I mean I I taught high school, I, was on, I did TV, I did radio, I had my own radio show. I, I did everything that I never ever thought I'd be doing. And... Uh, the reason for it is I went to University of Toronto instead of going to Queens. And uh, that you go to Toronto and uh, you're a little bigger than the rest of them, unfortunately, because well, you're, you're at the place where it happens. You're absolutely right, Bill. And I'll tell you, for me...
0: Uh, I've always said that if I didn't get paid to do what I do,
1: I'd pay to do it. That's how much I love it, and yeah, yeah. and you know, uh, that's why I consider myself very lucky. Yeah, well, and you know what? You're in a tough profession, sir. So just no matter what you.
0: Well, I got to tell you, if I could give everything up and just be an actor and rely on myself, I'd like it. But unfortunately, I'm in this this kaleidoscope of business with 200 employees. And you know it, it's it's hard, but you know I'm I got big shoulders. I have to deal with it. Yeah, you've got too much responsibility for my taste. Too much responsibility. I would rather just I would just rather depend on myself and be myself.
1: And but you know it's you've got too it, much at it, stake. It is what it is. Until you find a guy that can run the business for you, as I can. They'll start doing more acting.
0: Yeah. Well. Hey, Frank, before we go, can I uh, do a little plug for my show? Sure, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, Transplant, Season 2, I Come Back as Dr. Singh. We start airing on CTV Monday nights, January 3rd, 10 p.m. Well, if you want to see a, an incredible, accomplished actor who, pl- who plays the character down to the T, see my friend Sujit. Thank you, Frank. We'll take a short break. When we come back, uh, we're coming with the incredibly... Preposterous felicito, at which I'm proud to call my friend. This is N.S.S. Live. Don't go away. See you soon. Life is timing, and timing is life. Things can change in a millisecond. Family is the most important thing in a man's life. Don't matter how many cars, how much cash, and how powerful he is, if he don't got no family. Well, oh, you you when you're and that's it. I think it's Cheadle, live from Tampa, Florida. It is December the 14th of 2021. This is not a podcast. We are live, coming to you uh, televised, tele- telecasted from uh, our studios in Mississauga. Phil, how you been,
2: buddy? I've been okay,
3: thank you. I had, my sister was down for three weeks, and it was wonderful. We had a great time. But if I ever lived with her, I'd be 300 pounds.
0: <laughs> because she loves to eat.
3: She loves Older to than cook. than you, or younger. Oh my God! It's all she does is cook, cook,
1: cook, cook. <laughs> is she is she older than you, Phil, or younger?
3: No, younger.
1: Younger. The
3: she's uh, sixteen years younger.
1: Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah.
1: She was well, almost an after. And... I'm sorry. it was <laughs> almost an afterthought.
0: She's, she's, years younger she's than one of you. the kindest people I've ever met, and I think she's got a fucking incredible
3: personality. Yeah. <laughs> <She> <laughs> no has. kidding. I said to my dad, uh, years later when I was old enough, I said, "What happened? Some sort of a song, or did you have a few drinks?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's
3: I, I, right. I find her.
0: I find her a very good soul. There's two types of people in the world. There's good souls and assholes, and and she's a good soul. Yeah, she is. She really she's is. funny. So, we were eating uh, with Phil Esposito and his beautiful family, and his daughter, just incredible, but forget about it, Supper Club. And she came a little late. I guess they went shopping. And um, her uh, partner, he was sitting in the other end. And I said, uh, Why don't you, you know, I made space for you to sit over there. She goes, No, I'll sit right here. Or I'll kill him. <laughs>
3: I know. Uh, no, they've been going. They've been together now, 27 what? years. How
0: long they've been and together?
3: 27 years.
0: And he hasn't. And she hasn't killed him yet. Oh boy, there's a lot of threats. <laughs> no, but, but she's a funny. Fun she's, she's fucking hilarious. I I, I enjoy her company, uh, and I enjoy his company too. He's a good man. Jimmy's a good man. Is right. He really is. He's a very good human being. So, so, are you shocked that the Toronto Maple Leafs are uh, tied for first place overall?
3: No, I'm not shocked. They got a good team, and Campbell has been playing very well for them. Their only downfall was their goaltending, and you said it all the time when we had the shows, like last year. Why didn't they put Anderson back in? You know. Yeah. And, and Jack had a little bit of a problem. But this year, he's been very, very good for the Leafs.
0: And you don't I win like in the this game, I like him and Peter Mrazik. And, and if, uh, if Campbell, if they split the duties, because I, I, I agree with what Bill Waters said before you came on. He said there's no fucking way um, you pay $4 million to a fucking goalie to, to, to just play backup.
3: I don't think so.
0: Yeah, so Morazic was, I believe, the guy who was to take, uh, uh, you know, Anderson's place, and Campbell got hot, and they've been playing him, and Morazic got hurt. Can't, yeah. The injury factor the is definitely there, but Campbell did a good job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and a lot of goalies um, in, in Toronto, the best example I can give you is uh, the best example that I can give you is that uh, is, um, uh, we had Grant Fuhrer, and he got hurt, and they, there's this young fucking kid, uh, 21 years old, nobody knows who the fuck he is, named Felix Podvan. They put him in that, and he, he never came out, and then they traded uh, uh, Grant Fuhrer to Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And, and I think we got Jamie McCallum for him. Did we not? No. Uh, we got uh, uh,
1: Dave Ander, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think we got Poopa for him. And then we oh. lost Poopa in the expansion of some asshole. In- yeah, in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> but but,
0: but well, what I'll I'm say Bobby, saying to you is, Clark, Chuck, is, is Bob- you're as good as your last fucking save. Yeah. I, I, as a goalie in the, in the NHL, there's no fucking loyalty. Look, 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 what they did to, look what they did to Mike Vernon in Calgary. Look what they did to Mike Vernon in Detroit. He won a Stanley Cup for them in Detroit. Yeah. Look! Look! Look what they fucking did to! Um, look what they they fucking did to Eddie Balfour in Chicago.
3: Well, you think it's changed over the years? I don't no. think so. You're as good as your it's last a business, fucking man. It's a business. Yeah. And these guys that are the managers and what have you have to make these decisions. Sometimes they're good decisions, sometimes they're bad decisions. But you never know.
0: Listen, Phil, you know better than anybody on this panel and better than many, most people, you, you were the brother of one of the greatest goalies that ever played the fucking game. And I believe that Tony Esposito in modern hockey, in 2021 hockey, if he was re- reincarnated, he, he could still play in this game.
3: Well, I agree with you, Frank, and it's a lot to do with the equipment.
0: The equipment is so light now. Yeah, but he, he has big. the style of today. He's a butterfly goalie. He's the pioneer. Yeah. He's one of the pioneers of the butterfly goalie.
3: I agree with you.
0: I and think and he Tony, could play. He could a lot of people don't there. know this, but you do. Tony was an excellent skater. He was a better skater than me, but that didn't take much. <laughs> no, 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 listen. I think, you, I think you're, I've seen you play when you, you were at the pinnacle of your career and I saw you play in tournaments uh, 15, 60 years. Still, you, could, you could still wheel around. So, but, but, but what I'm saying is a lot of people don't know that Tony was an absolutely stunning skater. He was. He was very, very good. He should have been a forward. The
2: only thing would be he probably would have been, would have been in the penalty box all the time. Yeah, he
0: had a bad temper. He had a short fuse.
3: Yes. Yes, he did.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I, think, I, saw you, way, I think Tony found his calling as a goalie because he was extremely, he, he had great reflexes, and he knew his position in the net.
3: So, uh, by the way, up in Toronto, were they printing the Stanley Cup tickets already? Yeah. The, oh, you mean the, for the is parade? The parade ready? Yeah, the parade's ready. listen.
0: Last year they printed the the parade, uh, they they they, they funneled it, and, and I said to you know we were beating Montreal three to one. The year before we had uh, we had uh, where do we have uh, Carolina on the ropes? And the
1: year before that, what do we have Boston on the fucking ropes? No, you had yep. you, you lost uh, you lost to uh, Columbus the year before, and yeah, then yeah, but lost. The last
0: year we had Montreal on the ropes. Yeah. The year before that we had Columbus on the ropes and the year before that we had Boston on the ropes. Yeah. But Columbus on the ropes, you know. And we had Boston on the ropes.
1: Yeah. Oh no, So
0: so so what did we do? Three years in a fucking
1: roll? We let them back and beat the fuck out of us. Nineteen years since they won a playoff round. Very simple. Just fucking brutal. Is it?
3: Nineteen
1: years? That's correct. Nineteen fucking years.
3: Wow. I did not know that. Of course, it's I don't follow Nineteen that. years
1: ago, they dismantled the team. Well, no, they didn't. We, Nineteen years ago would have been, this is 22, so 19 years ago uh, would was have, the last? The last series you guys lost was against
0: Philadelphia. Yeah. Where Keith Primo single-handedly, single-handedly destroyed the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. All by himself. And Hitchcock was coaching, wasn't he? Yeah, and they had the worst goalie in the NHL, Cech
1: He would come out to make a save, and he would end up at center ice. (laughs) I remember Robert Reichel, the penalty shot, Frank, and shooting from the blue line. Listen, I remember, I remember uh, Matt
0: Sandin coming down on Cech and Cech slid across to make the save, and he ended up in the corner at the bottom of the circle.
1: Yeah. No, he, he, was,
0: he was different. <laughs> but we lost against them, and we had the best goalie, in, in my view, at that time, was Eddie Balfour.
1: Yeah, he was a good goalie. You
0: can't... And that was the last series. Um, and, 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 Phil, your, your brother was a fan of Eddie Balfour, and Eddie Balfour was a fan of your br- brother.
3: Yeah, I know. Tony's always thought Eddie was a real, real good goalie. Yeah, and he was crazy
0: like your brother. He wouldn't talk to anybody before the game. Nope. Maybe um, that's why. <laughs> so I was so, so good, what I you is, I think the goaltending is always king. Um, we got burnt uh, uh, three years in a row, on goaltending, four years in a row on goaltending. And, um, you know, you take a look at uh, Carey Price. He's not playing right now. Montreal is at the bottom of the toilet. They're in the basement behind the furnace right now. Yeah. And, well, that's, and, and that's last bad. year, Carey Price brought them to the finals.
3: You don't win without goaltending. You just don't.
1: No. no,
3: no by, the by the way, how guys. You, fight, you don't. By the oh. way, are they well, still dicking around about the Olympics? They've got to stop it. These well, players can't take this.
1: No, the players. It's too much on them. It, Phil, I, I heard on the weekend, and this you probably know this, by the way, the guy from Boston, Phil, that you were trying to think of his name, Don Henry. Yes. Remember, you said you liked him, because uh, I heard of his name the other day. Anyway, yeah. the players gave up bargaining chips for the owners to allow them to play in the Olympics. So that's why Bettman said in his press conference last week, this is the player's decision. And... It's going to be the player's decision. They'll either go or they'll say, no, we're not going. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if, in fact, they play that card early and say, we're not going, and the NHL says, hold it, let's talk about this. Because the 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 owners got significant, I would think, uh, positioning for giving up the Olympics. And, okay, you want to go, you go and it's the, it's the player's show and they're having their third of three conference calls today to decide whether you know if you if you get covid in the last week of the Olympi- uh, of the olympics you could You're be there. in beijing for four more weeks yeah
3: yeah not only that no do you realize that the, the, this last game last year the Stanley Cup was in July yeah. How much do you think the body of these guys can take?
1: No, I, I don't disagree. But it's it's all been an illusion, Phil, about how much the Olympics was br- going to bring status to the National League and hockey. I'm not sure that it has done that. Well, 90% of the people
0: want to... You know, a lot of people wanna 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 fucking uh, play for their country, but I, 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 I think with with everything that's going on
1: in the world right now, I don't think it's a good time. No, you're right, Frank, and they they want to play for their country and they still do, but not with the threat of COVID. COVID controls the Olympics right now, and it's going to be COVID that will make the decision. But also, there's a lot of political. There's a lot of political. Uh, issues going on with China and the
0: rest of the world. Yep. And and, and and you know, you can't you can't boycott Russia and not and and then basically uh, be okay with with China if you're using political uh, if you're trying to use a political force, right? Yep. To to you know, to to push diplomacy. Yep. So I I, I just don't fucking get it. And and the, you know these Olympics They've become bullshit to me. Like, it's, yep. it's just too political for me. Yeah. Yep. It, yep. It's not about uh, celebrating uh, the, the athletes of your country. No. It's celebrating the political party of your fucking country. Yep. Without a doubt. Yeah, and I, I just think, fuck it. You know what I mean? And and, and it's become such a corrupt institution, the Olympics. Oh. it's all about the money. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, there, there's absolutely no dignity, morality, or, 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 for, or fucking class anymore, you know what I mean? Nope. Well, not when you go to China. Fuck me. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking just about China. I'm just talking about the politics, that? whether it's China, whether it's Russia, whether it's uh, Korea, right? The, 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 the politics in the air... Just kind of just deflates the energy and exactly what, what's supposed to be accomplished by having the Olympics. It, 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 but all of these all of these uh, institutions that become big monsters like FIFA, you know, world world um, football or, or uh, F1, right? They become so corrupt, like the fucking book Animal Farm. That's it's almost despicable to watch it.
3: Well guys we all agree that hockey is a professional sport that's a very big business do we not yes and i've been against closing down a season in be- in the middle of the season for 2 or 3 weeks for free and loaning your product for nothing yeah, i for just free. don't get that i'll never get that
2: and
0: and it's not just lending your product it's like me it's like me, somebody saying, hey, you got a beautiful car. Let me borrow it for a stock car. Well, it's going to not, it's <laughs> not it, it, most, most likely it's not going to come back uh, pristine. It's going to come back dented. That's a great point. That's a great point. Or you, might fucking, you're right. or you might fucking break it. You might fucking destroy it, and it won't come back.
2: Yeah, you're right.
0: So you take one of, of your top th- fucking players that your, your whole team depends on. You build a whole franchise on them. And and he has a major, major, major injury, and he never plays for you again. How the fuck do you recover from that?
3: Exactly, exactly. And by the way, not even basketball does it like closes their season and does. They do it in the summer. Well,
0: that's that's what they should do, and because you know the NBA has always been smarter than the NHL. And I thought Gary Bettman, who was the head of the NBA, would be smart enough with the, with the NHL
1: not to fuck it up.
3: Well, I just think it's totally wrong. I was the only one that voted against it in
0: 1998 when it was well, the if first If I was time. an owner of a hockey uh, fran- if I was lucky enough in my life and rich enough to own a hockey franchise, there's no fucking way I would send my team or my best well. players.
1: You, you, and you know what? You're right, but there's that's other things That's what they're thinking stuff. about now, I think, Frank. No, no, no. But it, like,
0: like Phil, Phil said, like, there, there's, you don't see the Olympic, who who makes the money on the TV deals, saying to the NHL, you know, all your fucking teams that lost money this year, like Arizona, we're gonna top it, top up their tank, 'cause you're sending players there.
1: Yeah.
0: They're not doing that. Yeah. The Olympics is, uh, a, is a fucking solid gold money machine.
3: Well, if you take every team, you take the team, like you take Toronto. You guys, you know, you, about four or five, five, guys probably are going to go to the Olympics, maybe six, right? Like the well, Florida Austin Masters Matthews is going to play for the Americans, six. right? Yeah. He's American. And the lightning they're going to have at least five or six. Absolutely. You're going
0: to lose Kucherov to Russia. You're well, going your to lose the goalie to Russia. back
3: in January, so he'll be back in time for the Olympics. And the Russians are the ones that really want to play.
0: And Listen, Panarin, I know a lot of hockey players, and uh, they, they, they dream about playing for their country, right? So they want to go. And I, 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 I remember but professionals when some players paid nine, were told they could go, they, they said, fuck you. They went anyways.
3: Frankie, you're right about that. Everybody would love to do it. But they're getting made, paid $9, $10 million
0: a year to play in the fucking NHL. I, 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 I'm with you 100%. And I'm and with you 2 million percent. If it was my team, there's no fucking way I'd let the guy go. Well, you
1: can't stop them because of the CBA. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And you it, know, it, it is what it is, right? It used to be that uh, there was a prestige about being an Olympian. There was a prestige, even more so, about winning a gold medal at the Olympics. Well,
0: listen, you know, we've had some of the most
1: incredible Olympic teams in in
0: in history in hockey, right? Yep. That dream team with Marilyn Mew and Gretzky and all those guys playing together?
1: Yep. Oh no. God,
0: it was it was fucking amazing to watch. But 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 who is the benefactor and who is the guy who has the biggest liability? It's 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 the NHL's the big liability.
1: That's right. Yeah. And there's no compensation. Phil, you're, you're a classic example of what I'm talking about. You're a Stanley Cup winner. You've won the NHL scoring. You've won many titles. And he played in the 72? Oh, yeah, yes, and it led, led his country. But if you're at a cocktail party in Tampa at the age of 60 and people are coming up to you and talking, Hey, Phil, how are you doing? Boy, am I ever proud of you. You were an Olympian, and you served your country well. Do they say that, or did they say, "Am I ever proud of you? You won a Stanley Cup with the Boston Bruins."
3: Well, the they, the people down here asked if I ever played in the Olympics. They never oh yes said that. I said no. I said we weren't allowed to play in them because we were professionals. Yep. And well, that's the so, way it so was. I played the in, Stanley in the Cup. Olympics, played in
0: '72, because at that time, at that time, the original, the original, the original. Uh, ideology and logic of the Olympics was to give amateurs all over the world a chance to showcase themselves
1: and get discovered that's what well, the that, Olympics was all it was about it, it's that was fraudulent that was fraudulent Frank the team that won that's all so the, exactly. the Russians that was hypocritical they weren't amateurs but, but what I'm just telling you that that was
0: the, the beginning of it uh, yeah and then it became all bullshit because you know the the, the the East Germans hey are you on steroids uh, to the women's rowing team? Oh no, not at all I okay. <laughs> well, have a good row. and their fucking yeah, arms well, were that's... bigger than fucking my calves. yeah so so so, so they've always <clears throat> taken the, the Olympics and, and betrayed the authenticity of what the the, the the charter of the Olympics represented. yes, I agree so so like I remember being a kid and seeing, the, the the, East Germans and, and the Russians female teams, and I couldn't tell the difference between them and the Gaia athletes. Well,
3: they, they were doing transgender before we knew it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, Olga, where are you going? Oh, i got to go shave. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Funny. <laughs> Did you take well, that Olga? No. No. <laughs> You know,
0: just... you fucking you used to see these rowing, You know, in the Olympics, the, the rowing is, is big. It's huge, right? And you see the arms in some of these women. It was scary. Oh, the East. Oh, yeah. Swimmers. The East, like the Bulgarian women. Here's the, the Bulgarian uh, 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 rowing team. Oh, they're going 300 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like Their arms were massive. They forgot their paddles. They forgot their paddles. Yeah. But, but you see but but, the, but the, the that's what always happens in this fucking world with human beings they start off on the right course right yeah and then then fraud and and, and corruption and and immorality just takes over so then they finally said okay fuck it we're not going to make the olympics about amateurs and try to showcase amateurs we're going to make the olympics about the best possible athletes in the world so then Canada dominated the hockey, along with Finland, Sweden, and the United States, and the Russians, and the Czechs. I mean, all the hockey places, right? Yeah. The Americans uh, dominated with basketball. And, 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 you know, England, Italy, or whatever dominated in, uh, in, in soccer, football. Yeah. Now, if they ever brought in football, North American football, into the
1: Olympics, the Americans would dominate. Probably. Probably, but, it, you know, for some reason, football is not is not attuned to being an Olympic sport. It's because,
0: the, 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 I believe the classification, Billy, is several countries have to have been well-versed in that sport for many uh, years. you follow me? Yeah. So, like, you'll find basketball in China. You'll find basketball in Italy. You'll find basketball in japan right well basketball is a world sport sure yeah so you, know, you mean the italians have one of the biggest professional leagues in the world in northern italy uh-huh. so that's the way to classify it i mean and and, and baseball is going to be an olympic sport because it's become huge yeah but they still have field
1: hockey right they they have lacrosse it's an olympic sport but, I mean, they are sports that you can play at a normal size. And I'm, think, I'm saying that, and I'm thinking of basketball. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, but what
0: they do is, if, they, if it's going to be an Olympic sport, they see how many countries in the world, right, Yeah. are well-versed in it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> because they want the competition to become, to make the Olympics. Yeah. If, if there's only fucking four teams, I mean, four countries that play football, they're going to be in the Olympics every fucking year, and the other countries won't get a chance, you know what I'm saying to you? Right. It's not a it's not there's a, there's no competition. So I, I I believe to be an Olympic sport it has to be well versed in, in a multitude of countries. Yes. Yeah, I That don't, way you can create the competitiveness yeah. for them to make it, right? To the Olympics.
1: And to get people to watch on TV, let's not kid each other. Well, exactly. If, if the if the if the, the Americans football team played
0: against a football team in England, people would watch it because there's football. There's American football now in
3: England.
1: Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Well, let's not forget when you're on the other side of the world though and the games are on at 3 or 4 in the morning. I don't know whether you got a big audience.
0: Well, you know, Phil, they did last Olympics they did a really good job at some of the the the, tele, uh, the when they televised the, the most watched parts. You know what I'm saying to you? Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah because because that. if it's if if it's six hours ahead, right, and, and, and they, they they played the game at nine o'clock at night, you, you ended up watching a, you ended up watching the game at uh,
1: three three thirty in the afternoon. Well you know what I find Frank, with the, with the Olympics in Tokyo this past year. It didn't bother me. I got if I if I knew it was, uh, you know, I could get it on live. Uh, live in the evening, nine o'clock in the evening, was essentially nine o'clock in the morning in Tokyo. But I didn't I didn't mind it. I I am I'm not a big guy on watching sports that I know the results of. Some people live and die. They tape them so they don't know. But I I just. I think your point's well made. It's hard to make it uh, a convenient time for everybody when you've got a 24-hour clock.
3: That's true. Well, I certainly would not get up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning to watch it. No. That's I wouldn't. Of course, i would never been a person to watch the Olympics. I never. I don't know why. I just never was into it. Yeah. But you you were in the summer Olympics. Forget
1: about it. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. You, you know, guys. Like for me,
0: this time of year is I'm I feel uh, warm and fuzzy. I get Saturday night. I'm covered. I watch the, the Leafs play, right? But I watch hockey. But mostly it's the Leafs play, right? Yeah. Sunday I eat with the uh, with the uh, go go to the office in the morning, get some shit done, and I eat with the family and go see my mom. It it, it and there's lots of. The sports that I like to watch on television, and I, I, I like watching the,
1: the Toronto Raptors. No, I don't, I don't mind watching the Raptors. I that year they won; it was exciting. We, Natty and I come back from Florida. We saw the game; uh, they beat Philadelphia on the last hoop, and we never missed one after that. But but we, we managed to create controversy with that win because
0: the president of the Raptors <laughs> was 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 uh, bullied by uh, a, a fucking cop um, from going on to the, uh, the court to congratulate his team.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was really? fucking embarrassing, eh? He wouldn't fucking <laughs> listen to him. Well, they had a big party here at uh, at uh, Scotiabank Place in conjunction with a basketball game, and they were honoring African basketball. Guess what? 32 COVIDs it was, yeah, well, but, you know, COVID, COVID. Uh, yeah. You
0: you know, know, unless they,
1: unless they figure out a proper plan, it's going to be with us for a long time. Yeah, that's right. And if, when, if you're going to have a large gathering, you better make sure that they socially distance and you wear a mask. And then they can. Yeah, but they're they're fucking hypocrites,
0: Phil. We we're talking about this before. They they punish fucking restaurants like to the letter of the law, right? You've Got to wear nice. a fucking mask. You have to be vaccinated. You can. Yeah, you know, they punish. Meanwhile, people take public transit, they're piled in like fucking water buffaloes in the, in right. the subway cars and in the, in the streetcars and in the buses, right? And right. you don't have to be vaccinated, you don't have to show your vaccine. And that's where the spreading starts.
3: Yeah, it's and they no let sin. in, what, almost two million people on the border. Don't tell me they've been vaccinated or... No, no I'm
0: pretty sure they're not vaccinated. Uh, of course not. But
2: so, I'm I'm I'm, I mean, I'm I'm
0: I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm I I don't I don't know the facts there, but I I, I know that the, there's a huge fucking problem in the border, right? But but I'm talking about yeah. just common fucking sense, right? Yeah. Common sense. You punish a restaurant and you want to keep people safe in a restaurant, what's the average restaurant hold? 60 people, 70 people, so? Probably. That's about but, it. But, but in a fucking, when, when, when you're transporting, especially in a city of 5 million like Toronto, where you're transporting in, in rush hour of 40, 50,000 people, and they, they don't have to be vaccinated, and they can just fucking be on top of each other? How does that make sense?
1: Well, it doesn't make how sense. How do you fucking social distance in a subway? You don't. How do you social distance in a mall? You don't. You don't. So, so
0: the hypocrisy of, of, of politicians makes me vomit. Yeah. I mean, well, there's no logic. There's no fucking logic.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, so that, you there's know, no You either, either,
0: either fucking, you either mandate it, or you make it impossible for anybody who's not vaccinated to go anywhere. That's it. Like, here in Canada, you can't go to a movie with, if you're not vaccinated. They won't sell you a ticket online.
3: Well, nobody it, gives a shit about going to the movies anymore anyway.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite brutal. I watched the new James Bond movie at home. I saw that too. It was it was fucking dope. great, ain't eh? that so? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I, I you did. got good taste. He's a great, he's a great James Bond. Plus, he's a great actor. Yep. He's the first guy no when they when the Broccoli family offered him uh, the role, and he said, "Listen, I need real writers. I'm not gonna fucking do James Bond because James Bond, you know, and Timothy Dalton." Uh, or um, Roger Moore, or Sean Connery, or um, what's the? I, I like him a lot. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, right? Yeah. The, the scripts were all cheesy, and they were like characters, right? Like tongue-in-cheek shit, right? Yes. So, 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 you know, he says, uh, "You can go fuck yourselves." And they're not going to do it unless you get great. So, they came out with Casino Royale, and I remember when Casino came uh, out with Daniel Craig and we went to see it at the theater, everybody stood up and clapped at the end of that fucking movie. And it was, you know, when I was a kid, you know I used to go see James Bond? Old people. I was the only kid my uncle would take me, right? When you go see James Bond with Daniel Craig, you see all ages, eh, Phil? Eh, 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 so? Yeah. He's going to be me. I
3: enjoy eh? him.
2: Well, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the old ones with...
3: with Sean Connery because the sometimes the, the language was so funny. I mean I laughed at a lot of
0: it, okay. Yeah, because it was tongue in cheek. But you see, I, I'm I'm more of a Roger Moore fan. Yeah. I liked Roger I Moore more than Sean Connery. <laughs> because he made more sense. He was from England, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Bill? It didn't make sense for a Scottish guy to be playing James Bond. Cast. Pardon me? Miscast. Yeah, miscast. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sean Connery was elegant, eloquent, and and, and the camera was very friendly to him. But you know, I just felt that Roger Moore was a better James Bond. But in my book, I think that Daniel Craig is the best James Bond they've ever had. And, and he's the most successful one. They've made more money... <laughs> with daniel craig then, than fucking all the james bond so and you know i i, I like that I, I like james bond have you watched that series uh, succession at all
3: i haven't i heard it's supposed to be
0: really good it's not good it's spectacular phil i know your taste you will be enthralled but you got to start from season one
3: yeah, that's, it's like, um, uh, the one with Co- Kevin Costner, what the hell is it called?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to be really good, too. My, uh, my father-in-law, yeah. George, George loves that one there. Blue something. Oh, God,
3: isn't that awful? I can't think of it right now, but my wife and I, we, we want to watch that, too.
0: And this session, they tell me to, to watch it. So I'm, I'm telling you, it you, Brian the Cox is no. absolutely fucking stunning in the movie. Good. You'll I like will. it, anyways. So, so Phil, do you think that Anderson is going to have his revenge on Toronto with Carolina?
3: Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it might. He might, because uh, Carolina is such a good team. They really are a good team. Uh, but I think we let's say that it ends with. Toronto in first, and the Panthers second, and the Lightning third. And who's going to be that fourth spot? So whoever it is, the Lightning and the Panthers are going to play each other. You know, yeah. two and three. First plays fourth. And then you've got to go on to the next group. And Carolina, I think Carolina is just an awesome, awesome team. I, I I was surprised that the Panthers picked up that Johansson on waivers from uh, uh, from um, Denver, Colorado, because they got two pretty darn good goaltenders.
1: Yeah, and, why did uh, they pick him the up? He's the kid that played goal and when, when uh, Colorado came to Toronto, Frank, and the least beat them eight to four or something. He's a great goalie. Yeah, there must be a reason, Phil. Maybe he's a good young goalie. He's a fucking great goalie. Hey, he's, uh, he's got uh,
0: incredible reflexes. He's a great athlete. And also, maybe they're going to move one of the other guys. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, like Anderson. What did they, they didn't sign him for, for a lousy fucking $400,000 or $500,000? Who?
1: The Toronto Maple Leafs signed Anderson. Oh yeah, the lease The Leafs gave up Anderson for four hundred thousand. Four hundred grand. Yeah, they paid. Uh, uh, they got Peter Morazic for four hundred grand less. He went to Carolina for four hundred thousand more than the, the Leafs were going to pay him. And, and really? That, that, yeah. For that. Yeah. I thought you wouldn't No, wrong, That surprises
0: so. me. They lost him for four hundred fucking grand. Yeah. And I think they just
1: wanted him to leave. Yeah. Oh no, they did because that. I mean, you you have to look at that team. There's a lot of loyalty there. I don't know the general manager, but he better make sure the loyalty keeps his job. Well, I think I think what's going to keep
0: his job, and you know, you guys can tell me at the end of uh, at the end of this, because I I I really like Peter Mrazek, and I think that that uh, for, they're going. To, they're, I agree with what you said, Bill. I think they made a deal with him that he's going to be a fifty-fifty goalie.
1: Oh yeah, and. He's got to sign J- Soupy Campbell. Campbell was so, here so for one not reason. Gonna, there's no. There's no. There's no, but there's no fucking way.
0: There's no fucking way that a guy uh, like Morazic, who's making four million dollars a year,
1: didn't go to Toronto to be a backup goalie. That's right. And okay. he, he he probably said to himself, "Well, I'm better than this guy." Now, based on the month of November, which was Campbell's greatest month, you should look at the st- statistics of his month of November.
0: Yeah, but you also got to look at the
1: defense of the
0: Toronto Maple Leafs in the month of November. They had the lowest goals against. They played fucking phenomenal in front of them. They don't now, Frank. Well, I'm just telling you that the Chicago game between the Toronto Maple Leafs and Peter Mrazek was a net. I watched the game, and Toronto had no fucking reason to win that game. They played like shit. The only reason they won that game is that Mrazek stood on his head. And, and, and he was he was unbelievable. He made two sh- saves with his pad. Then he came across and he lifted the fucking puck. And he got his p- a pad in the fucking air. Yeah. Who scored the winning goal for the Leafs, Frank? I missed the whole game. And, 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 and he, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I'm, uh, I, um, Andrew, who, who scored that winning goal?
3: David Kahn. Kahn. Say it again? David Kahn. David Kahn.
1: Yeah, but, Comp. but but the rule. centerman. David Comp. Yeah, I know you. Centerman. But when I was a,
0: when I was a fucking kid, when I was a child, and I I, I played in MTHL. The first they taught us is if they shoot the puck along the glass, stay in your fucking net. Yeah. Don't move. Because you never know where the fuck it's going to go.
1: Oh, no, no, no.
0: You never know. And what did he do? He went out to play the
1: fucking puck. Yep.
0: And he played a great game. I mean, he was great throughout that whole game.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, he's played well ever since they changed coaches. Well, he's played well since they also Fleury came there because he's, he wants to keep his job. Yeah. Because Fleury's been playing very well for Chicago. Yeah. And the fans love him. Don't you think
3: Fleury's going to get traded?
1: I think so. Oh, yeah. I, yeah.
0: I do too. Can I get, tell you guys where I think he's going to end up? Pittsburgh. Where, where Frank? Pittsburgh. Hmm. I think he's going to retire in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to do the full round. And, you know, goalies and players have done that before. You know that, eh? Yeah. Wendell Clark did that with Toronto.
1: Yeah.
0: So he went to Quebec. He went to the Islanders. And then he came Tampa. back to Toronto.
3: Well, I took him here in Tampa, Wendell. Then he went back.
0: Oh, he went. He played in Tampa for a bit.
3: Yeah, he played for a year here. Who did, Phil? I really liked the man. Wendell Clark. Good man. Well, Wendell Clark,
1: yes, yeah. Yes, he, he did, yeah. I See, I did not know that. Yeah, he, he, yeah, that was after he came back to the Leaps. I think we let him go.
3: Oh, is that what it was? It was after?
1: It might have been. Yeah. Because because
3: he shortly
0: That's retired. It was Island. pretty emotional because he couldn't Island. because of his back.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he wasn't old when he retired. What was he, 36, 37? Yeah. Not that old, Jim.
3: Yeah. But the, yeah. Uh, he's, he's, his I blood really was all, him, on
0: though. all those boards in, in Toronto. Maple Leaf Gardens.
1: Oh, he was a tough son of a bitch. Holy! Oh, fuck! He five foot, uh, five foot, uh, uh, eleven of muscle. Yeah. He was five nine at the tops. You think he was five Well, he wasn't much more, Frank. I thought he was five eleven for some reason.
0: Well, he could beat the shit out of anybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, he could. Oh How to fight that guy? The only guy I saw beat him. Was Bob Rouse. Yeah, but Bob Ro- Rose caught him.
0: Bobby Rose and Bob Rose was fucking tough, eh? Yeah. He was one tough redhead. Pretty tough. But Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Rose caught Wendell at the end of a shift, and yeah. Bobby Rose was at the beginning of the shift. Yeah, could have been. Could have well, I'm just telling you, be some players, and I'm not going to mention any. Some guys who were supposedly tough fucking guys would always fight somebody at the end of their shift, and they were at the beginning of the shift.
1: Yeah, yeah, I find that a little fucking dirty if you ask me. Yeah, Uh, that should be noted. That should be noted. Am I right, Phil?
3: Uh, Yeah, but sometimes the guy at the end of the shift is the instigator, basically. Not the but the guy that
0: starts it, really. Well, I know a couple of players that have started fights at the beginning of their fucking, uh, at the beginning of their fucking shift with somebody at the end of the shift, but it didn't work out for one guy. Who fought that? Uh, uh, was it uh, McGratton in Ottawa? Yeah, McGrattan. And McGrattan fucking cleaned his clock. Yeah. Oh no. So, oh, so. Anyways, it, it is what it is. Uh, I, 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 think, that, I think that the Toronto Maple Leafs find themselves in a, an extremely enviable position this year, like they did last year. But you know, uh, Anderson only came back in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I hate to be redundant and, and repetitious. I just will never fucking understand why he's, he was sitting on the bench when Toronto was up 3-1 against Montreal, and all they had to do was clean them out. And then they, they left uh, Campbell in. Uh, now Montreal's 3-2. They left Campbell in. Now it's 3-3 the series. Yeah. And they left Campbell in, and you saw what happened. Why the fuck wouldn't you play
1: your number one goalie? Yep. Yeah. well... You know, that's an indication that the coach was doing what the general manager wanted. Well, he was bidding the the general manager's... uh... Yeah. Yeah, The general manager is a Campbell guy. Mm -hmm. I hope it works out for him. But he can't be a Campbell guy because because if he was a Campbell guy
0: 100%, there's no fucking way he would have brought Peter Mrazek and spent $4 million. Well. I'm, I'm just telling you because... He's got I a mean, kid, Wall, right, as a backup. He's got Hutchinson, which didn't work out, and the other guy. There's another guy. Why can't I remember his fucking name? He's a hot, terrible goalie. Yeah. Like, like, one of the best tandems for Toronto since
1: uh, was, was Anderson and McElhaney. Yeah, McElhaney. McElhaney, yeah. McElhaney, McElhaney. McElhaney, McElhaney, McElhaney. McElhaney.
0: Yeah, very, McElhaney, McElhaney, that's one of the, you're correct, Irish, good Irish boy.
1: What a great goalie that guy was.
0: And they were almost back together,
1: because Anderson went to Carolina, and he was there. He he played in Tampa the last two years. Right, Phil McElhaney?
3: Yeah, won two Cups.
1: Yeah.
0: there's, There's the fucking irony of playing with Toronto, Phil. When you
1: play with the Toronto Maple Leafs and they trade you, you win a Stanley Cup. Oh, well, I mean, play with Tampa, you got a pretty good chance of winning one. Wow, well, look at
0: uh, look at uh, Murphy. He got booed. He got booed right out of Toronto. They booed him right out of the
1: fucking rink, oh, straight no, to he, Detroit, he, and he won a fucking Stanley Cup with Detroit. Yeah, but Frank, Larry Murphy was a front runner. He could play on the good teams, but he couldn't play on the bad Okay, well, my person, I don't want to diss
0: the man. Uh, as I know some people who know him, he said he's a good yeah, guy.
2: I'll end Larry
0: Murphy was one-dimensional. He had a great point shot. He was a terrible defenseman. He would get beat all the time. Oh. And he, he liked to throw the puck up up the fucking middle. And Is that all? Yeah. He was a turnover guy. In fact, I was at the, the Leaf game in Maple Leaf Gardens when they
1: were celebrating his I don't know what fucking game, 200th 1,000th game. game, Frank. What? It was his 1,000th game. game. Whatever it was. Well, he
0: stunk the fucking joint up. He caused three goals. They booted him right off the fucking ice. Oh, yeah. Well, we had to get rid of him. On their- they, boot him. they boot him off the fucking ice. It was embarrassing. It was actually humiliating. Uh, he played so bad. He, he created three fucking goals.
1: Oh, fuck, he was awful.
0: I couldn't. Yeah, he was awful, and then he went, to fucking, uh, he went to Detroit and won a Stanley Cup. Why did he? That's what happens to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, who oh, no. You want to win a cup, you play Toronto, and then you go to another team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> look at Darren Pupa. Darren
0: Pupa left Toronto, and he won a fucking Stanley Cup. With whom? What, did, wasn't Darren poopa your goalie
1: when you won the Stanley Cup? No. No? In Tampa? I don't think so. No. no, no, he wasn't.
3: There's... No, no. Who was your goalie? 2004 was Javi
1: Boulin.
0: Nikolai Javi Bullen, yeah. the great hope of the Winnipeg Jets. And then he became the greatest goalie in the world to play for Phoenix, Arizona. Then he went to
1: Chicago. But he won I the don't... Stanley Cup uh, for Tampa, their first cup. Yeah,
3: 2004. We yeah. got him from, from Arizona.
1: I didn't know that,
3: Phil. So. Jay Feaster did, uh, made the deal to get him. And he was, uh, and we had, um, oh, I played with his father, the goaltender, who was back up, crazy son of a bitch, uh, who won 15 in a row when Javi Bullen got hurt. Oh, the the it, season. It,
1: it, Jablonski? No. no.
3: He, God, oh, I see his face. I see his father's face. I played with him in Boston. He was like with Cheesy. Back up with Cheesy. And he played a few games. Oh, God. How, how
0: old was Nikolai Havly-Bullen when he came to play for you?
3: I don't know. Probably 30, maybe. no. He had, be, he had to be older than
0: that. He, he, maybe he was. I don't know. So did he play for you? Did he play? When did he play for you? Before he played for Winnipeg or after Winnipeg?
3: I think after he retired with us, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I think what happened. I thought, I, you know what? I'm so fucked in when, the head. And, I thought he retired with the Chicago Blackhawks. He might have, but Frank. He might have. Sorry. Abby Bullen came from Phoenix to Tampa. So.
0: No. Phoenix yes. Yes. But he went from they went, went to, from Winnipeg, then they moved the team the jets to to Phoenix, correct yep when the, when the jets, then he won a Stanley Cup with Tampa and then he went to Chicago.
1: yeah, probably did. I don't know, but he he was moved around from there
0: well he he, he they didn't
1: want to pay him the money in Tampa. It was all over the papers. yeah well, well, they couldn't couldn't that is one reason yeah. They aren't what they are now.
3: No, not like they are now, that's for sure. But,
1: I was talking um, to a uh, friend of mine, Phil, about that Boston group, uh, John Henry. Uh, and John Henry. They're going to buy um, Liverpool in the English soccer. Uh, they're going to buy a major league uh, uh, football team. That's their next... Like they're going to put the whole package together, and it's okay. fascinating. They're they're doing very well. And, uh, Boy, the guy that negotiated the uh, Pittsburgh deal said that uh, uh, Mario walked away with 185 million.
3: Good for Mario.
1: I know it's wonderful for him because he was stuck yeah. in Pittsburgh with all his deferred money gone. And yep. so he had to play and work for the team to get it back. And he did. And that's a credit.
3: And he did. And he stuck it out. And good for him. Yeah. So how oh, long like did Habib Bullen play for you? He played two years here. Or two three years here. Nikolai Habib Bullen.
1: Yeah, I think he so. He had a... I think so, Phil, at least. So I'm going to tell you what I got on Nikolai
0: Habipulin. He was an Oiler too, eh? He was a he was a he was an Oiler. Well, I don't. He know was that drafted he... 240th overall in 1992 with the for the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. And then he became their uh, their goalie. He became the number one goalie. Yeah. And then they moved the team in '96 to Phoenix. Yeah. And he became the, the number one goalie, and he was there for five years. It's
1: 2001. Uh, and
0: then and, and uh, then he worked the Stanley Cup playoffs, and then he went to what Tampa. He played for Tampa from 2001 to 2004. Yeah. Great, right, Phil.
3: Okay, so yeah, until we and then he
0: played cup. he retired in Chicago. He played in Chicago from two, for four years, two thousand and five to two thousand and nine. Right, he went to Chicago. Shit, and I then really he went to know. Edmonton. He played in Edmonton for four now years.
2: That
0: I don't After that, wow. yeah, he 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 signed a four year deal for fifteen million dollars with the Edmonton Oilers. And he played in Edmonton from two thousand and nine to two thousand and thirteen. He's only forty eight. And then he returned to Chicago to retire 2013-2014. Yeah. Signed a
1: one-year deal for $2 bucks, and that was the end of that. You know who you have to look up, Frank, one of the best young goalies coming up, is the kid named Thatcher Demko. He's Vancouver's yeah. goalie, and I finally saw him out of the net the other night. He's a lot taller That's than Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko. D-E-M-K-O
0: is his last. That's very nice. He's 26 years old. Yeah, he's 26 years old. Uh, he's born in San Diego, California. Yeah, he's a big boy, six foot four. Six four yeah. Six four, and he weighs 192 pounds. Yeah. Uh, so where who's he playing
1: for right now? Vancouver Canucks. Yep. He was uh, drafted 36th overall in 2014. Yeah, he's been he's been their goaltending messiah uh, when they played in the. Uh, in the bubble, he almost—you know—they they, Vancouver's had ups and downs, and their ups were when Demko was in goal, and, and so they traded the guy who's now in Calgary. Didn't trade; they just let him go as a free agent. And last year was a bum year, and this year the kids, ever since uh, Boudreaux taken over, he, he's had one goal, one goal. I don't think he's had more than two goals scored on him, with a couple of, with one shutout. correct? Fired. Bruce Boudreau took his job.
3: Bruce, Bruce Boudreau. He's won four in a row.
1: Yeah.
0: That's too bad. Travis Green's a good uh, a good coach and a good man.
3: Yeah.
0: Maybe well, one so day he'll the, end up but in the Toronto. The
3: manager got fired, too. Who did? The manager.
0: The general manager? Because
3: he hired Jimmy Rutherford as president of uh, Hockey Ops. Yeah, they
1: fired... They fired a couple of guys. Been there nine years. The, the guy that was the accountant, and he made himself the vice president of hockey ops. Got- well, what, what, so? Jimmy Rutherford's the president of the Vancouver Canucks. Yes, he is. You yes. know, I remember
0: being a kid. I could have been no more than seven, and Jimmy Rutherford made his debut as a Toronto Maple Leaf, and he was horrible.
1: And Jimmy Rutherford he, didn't play too many great games with the Leafs. And we had a habit. <clears throat> of listening to Dick Bellows, right? We
0: had a little fucking AM transistor radio, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there was, no, there was when, you, when you sat at a, at a at, well, where we were, we, we, didn't sit. We were under the fucking shitty stand-up only. Ballard made money anywhere. He fucking, if he could fucking sell you a, a, a spot under the seat, he would give you one. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we heard that uh, Dick Bellows say that that uh, Jimmy Rutherford's debut is worse than, than seeing a fucking uh, seal with uh, with a beach ball. He said he, he couldn't even stop a beach ball. And then when uh, uh, Jim Bellows come, came down, Dick, sorry, Dick Bellows came down from the gondola, Jimmy Rutherford's mother was waiting, and she fucking ate him alive. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, no,
0: Dick Bellows. Of- oh, really? <laughs> she
1: fucking <laughs> ate him alive. She almost made him cry. Dick Beddows was. Uh, you can have your Dick Beddows. He was a good writer, but he. oh well, listen. We were kids, so we listened to him every Saturday on Hockey Talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was the guy, right?
0: Yeah. He was. And on the radio, he and was him, buddies. And and it was him and Foster Hewitt. Yeah. Because Foster Hewitt's son did the
1: CBC, Bill Hewitt. Yeah. For many years, remember? Oh no, I know. The only reason he did good. Didn't do it for a lot longer. He had a problem. Drinker. Yeah. And, and didn't, and didn't oh, well, Kenny Hodge lose
0: his job, too, because he was a drinker, too? Who? His dad? Kenny Hodge. Kenny Hodge. Remember, Ken, Ken, uh, 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 Dave Hodge. Dave Hodge. Dave Hodge. He
1: used to do the color, remember? He was very professional, as far as I was concerned. I loved him. You yeah. know who I loved, too, was Brian McFarlane. Yeah, Brian McFarlane was on the other day on the radio here. He's 90 years old now, Frank. I played in a golf tournament with him a couple of years ago, and he was phenomenal. Yes, he's in phenomenal.
0: <laughs> Just before COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, time goes by pretty fast, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, you, you, you're fucking lucky, Phil. Your team seems to be intact.
3: What's that, the team?
0: Yeah, your team seems to be completely intact. Wow. You've like
3: it's, got it's, too many The guys are out. You know, you get you get Kucherov out,
0: you've got Point out, you've got Sorelli out, you've got Turnov well, out. You've got Bogosian
3: out. Way too many injuries.
0: Yeah, but you're and, still in second place, right?
3: Yeah, well, they, they have to just. Uh, vasilevsky has been huge.
0: Fucking huge. one of the best quotes in the world. How old yeah. is he now? Thirty-six.
1: I think so 26 27. Yeah. He's, still, he's, at, he's at the pinnacle of his fucking career, eh? Oh, sure he is. Oh. Sure he is. And that's what that's why they'll win for uh, for another couple. I think they they could they could run it for four.
0: I <clears throat> listen, I hope Tampa or Toronto wins because they're both favorite teams of mine, but I predict that Carolina's going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah. I don't think so, Frank. Mm, I think they're gonna win man they they look pretty solid and they are a fucking machine
1: eh you know who's really playing I'll tell well you and what? knows this a lot better than I is uh, the captain <coughs> Phil Stevie uh, Stevie Wonder who? what your captain who yeah, he's Sam. playing the best of hockey I've seen him play in years. Well, it's because he's not hurt, Phil. He's not hurt. Yeah. He You know what he said, and he probably told you this, Phil. He had more time this summer to get himself in shape, and he worked pretty hard. I think he wants to go on the Olympic team because that's the way he's playing. Yeah, but he's had problems with bone spurs. He's I had know, problems with legs. Him. He's had problems ever since he broke his leg on a Saturday afternoon in Boston Garden. Yep. Yes, yes, Boston Correct. Garden.
3: Without a doubt. Yeah. And anyway,
1: he's he got four points here in Toronto, I think. Goal and three.
3: Yeah.
1: And he's so he
3: playing quicker. football. But I got to tell you, a couple of times you're watching them, they look tired, boy. They look so tired. Well, oh, your guys played till July. <coughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's
0: because of fucking greed. That's greed. They 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 play too many games you know the nfl is criticized for playing too few games right yeah. yeah baseball and hockey almost play the same fucking multitude of games they play too many fucking games hockey needs to be done done with by the by the end of may maximum yeah i think you're right frank it's it's yep. just fucking i think it's greed it's fucking greedy greedy greed you know yeah I've never seen it in my fucking life like that So, and it's, it's it, like you said Phil they, they played till fucking July I mean the teams that are playing in the playoffs right yeah and, and the guys never really get the guys who get hurt hard in the playoffs never get a chance really to heal by the time it's training camp Phil you. right
3: they went back to Camp in September Yeah. anyways gentlemen my name
0: is Frank D'Angelo I love you Phil Esposito I hope to see you soon um, okay. I have the great Bill Waters and thank you for Su- Sujith uh, uh, being with us, his show starts this Saturday on CTV um, he's a great actor uh, my name is Frank D'Angelo, this is NSS Live thank you Andrew, uh, our executive producer this is www.nextsportstar.com free worldwide internet TV, it's unscripted, it's uncensored and if you have a chance to protect yourself, do it and don't sneeze on anybody, you fucking asshole <laughs> so, baby